For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. <laughs> I knew it was going to be DK. I knew it was going to be the picture. I knew it was going to be DK, but I did not know. I don't even know. Thank God I've never seen that picture. I feel like <laughs> a lot less of a man right now. Yeah. Look at that picture, man. You guys want to see the picture, head over to our social media, at Seahawks Pod. Or Seahawks podcast. I don't even know what our social media is. I'm too yeah. distracted by DK's pecs and abs. My God. That kid's a machine. Dude. And I'm glad. Did you see the race? Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get into it. Hold on. We'll officially start the show and all. Let's slow play it. We'll get into it. But let me just, I mean, let me just first talk about this picture a little bit. My, I mean. I don't want to. I'd rather not. Dude, I mean, okay, but here's here's my question as a fan. Because. You've been in all the locker rooms and everything. You've been around these guys. I mean, you I are or were one of these guys. These ripped up machines. These these people. I mean, look at this body on this guy. Have I don't you, know if I was one of those guys per se. All right. Well, you, and I don't. And I don't really know where you're going with this. I, I'm gonna <laughs> ask you. I'm just gonna ask you. Look, I mean, the guy is built like a sculpture out of marble. Yeah, like a like, superhero, I mean, goodness, yeah. And all I was going to say is, you've been in these locker rooms, you've seen these guys, I'm sure you saw some pretty shredded up dudes in your day, but look at DK, I mean, my goodness. He, he's a rare species, I'll say that. Um, there's very few, and you know what? Because there's a lot of guys that do, they, they're comparable, they look amazing, they right. look like you know, uh, action figures. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't play like DK. Right. You know? I've seen some out there, you know, and that's that old adage, you know, that the, the scouts used to use look like Tarzan play like Jane. And, <laughs> and, um, but it was, yeah. So, I mean, and you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I, in your day though, who came close to, to um, this amount of shreddedness? Well, uh, my boy, Julian Peterson. I, I mean, was going to, I, I thought that's who you were going to say. He ate like three cheeseburgers every day at lunch. And like, I'm over there with the, with the fat guys eating salads and shit. And, <laughs> and he's not even gaining a pound. And yeah. I'm just like, this isn't fair, man. Yeah. I mean, eat, eat whatever you want, drink what he'll have a soda before practice. I mean, the guy was superhuman. Yeah. Some people they blessed with those yeah. genetics, man. I tell you. Um, all right, let's officially start the show. Three, one, two, three, four. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy can't miss. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's Lofa. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one running. Please. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's 
the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Seahawks superfan Brett Davern. He's Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. And on today's episode, DK Metcalf comes in last place, but who cares? Because uh, he, he didn't embarrass himself at all. And we'll get into the race that happened over the weekend. Also, I mean, there's not much going on in the way of Seahawks news right now. The NFL news, even in general, you know, the draft happened, but we've kind of already covered all of that. So um, let's dip into some news maybe outside of the world of the NFL. Talk some UFC, maybe. I want to ask about the Paul brothers. Um, and then also, there's a former NFL guy who might be Superman. A really cool story in the news about some heroism, so... Lots to get to on the Seahawks podcast for this episode. If you've got questions, comments, or anything you want to add in to the fun around here, you can email us anytime, seahawkspod at gmail.com. I do know that that's our email address, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Okay, so Lofa, let's get into it here. DK Metcalf ran the 100-meter dash at the U.S. track and field uh, uh, Golden Games. They're called. I don't really know what that is. It's like a prelim. It's uh, Olympic, all part of the Olympic trials and everything like that. Um, but he tested his speed against world class sprinters, people who do this as their job. They eat, sleep, and drink sprint, sprinting. You know, they don't have football to worry about. Uh, I mean, let's start at the beginning. What were your general thoughts when you even heard that this was going to happen? There was just a lot of talk about it. People thinking maybe it's a distraction, all that kind of stuff. What did you think? No, I, I thought it was amazing. I thought it's great for the sport, great for the Olympics, you know, if he makes the, the prelims. And uh, I was hoping that, you know, Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, who's always talking talking trash out there about his speed, um, who is one of the fast guys. And I was hoping he was going to join him. And yeah. uh, hopefully we see more of this because, um, yeah, it's great for both sports, right? Sure. And and DK, just wow. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to get into it, what is he, six? Two six three two thirty five, and I mean he had to be what forty fifty pounds heavier than the next you know guy. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and to go out there and run a ten three, that's insane, man. Yeah, uh, let's see. Official time ten seconds point three six for the hundred meter dash. Yeah. That's absurd, man. I don't know if I could do that in fifty meters. I don't think I could do it on a fucking bike, man. <laughs> I, like that. That's moving. Um, I, I'm serious. That's incredible like i said uh and this is he doesn't these guys do this for a living yeah he just jumped over like i'll give it a try i don't even know if he did it in uh at old miss in college yeah but the fact that he got out there and was that close i mean his start wasn't even that good i'm not even look i'm not a runner not a racer dk don't get mad if you hear this uh start was not awesome but i mean when he gets up into full speed Mm -hmm. i mean he was he was cooking yeah, he. Uh, I felt like he kind of hung with people for the first forty yards, at least, which is you know what he's used to running as far as a dash goes, uh, football terms. But um, and you know he faded at the end, but the weight has to have something to do with that. He's carrying a lot more mass than everybody else. Uh, get this: his time, ten seconds point three six, ten point three six seconds, ten three six. Yeah, um, that would have won him the gold medal at the Olympics in nineteen thirty two. So I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. 
<laughs> I was waiting for the year. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, I mean, you know, he came in last in the heat. He came in ninth out of nine people, but it wasn't by much. And like I said, he didn't embarrass himself. It, You know, some people were thinking that he just had no business doing this. Um, I saw some sports pundits just talking about how it's a distraction. What if he gets hurt? This you I, know, stay in the- your lane kind of conversation. But I'm with you, man. It's fun. It brings that's- a lot of excitement and notoriety. Yeah. The only sports. thing that was concerning was is like I mean, because if you're running that hard that yeah. long and you're not used to it, I mean, True. that's where fucking muscles come off the bone. Like True, just you know. So how would you feel if you were a teammate then with this? Would you be nervous going into this for I, him? Yeah, I mean, I was nervous watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I really was. I was like, all right, man, just you know, don't. And it's not don't try too hard, but it's like don't overexert yourself. I mean, because again, like if your muscles aren't used to it. It's just a matter of time before yeah. something gives. Yeah. But at some point, don't you have to kind of, you know, let your guy go live a life and have fun and try it? And I mean, it's something oh, he wants to do. And I'm not going to tell him how to live his life or right. not to do the race. But I mean, as a teammate, you know, if, yeah. I, if, if you're a captain on the team, you're like, hey, man, like you've been training, right? You're not just like been running 40s. And now you're going to run, you know, twice as long. Yeah. You know, twice as hard. But speaking so, of old football adages, when you go half speed, that's when you get hurt. Yeah, in football. I mean, <laughs> this is just you're running against the wind, if anything. Like Did you see him give the one guy a little bump at the end on accident, kind of after the finish line? They just no. of, uh there's a great little clip on social media. Everybody can check it out. And by the way, the clip of the him running the race is out there. Everybody can find it. I mean, just Google yeah. DK running the thing. Everybody's got to check it out and look at it just for how much bigger he is than everyone yeah. else. It's kind of hilarious. Um, but after after they cross the finish line and you know they're kind of like cooling down, like just still kind of jogging it out, he like inadvertently bumps one of the other guys and he goes, the other guy goes flying. <laughs> like it's like Man. he just there's just so much body mass out there. Uh, yeah, insane. Yeah, it's really impressive. And and like I said, I mean, just for a laugh, check out just how much bigger he is than everyone else. I re- I didn't catch it live, but I watched the the clip uh, in the evening on social media. And at first, when it fired up, I was like, oh, it's kind of a a pretty wide shot. You know, they're not very close in on the track. And I was like, which which one is he? Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they pop up, he's like a foot taller than everybody. And I mean. Yeah, there's um, there's some other guys on you know from like their high school photos. Like Nick Chubb looks like a 30 year old man in high school. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to find that. He's in a he's running track and he's huge. He, he's probably 220, mm-hmm. 225. And like the guy next to him is just like skinny little dude that looks like he's ready for a cross country race. So yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it looked like. Was like just uh, a kid that was running against like eighth graders. Yeah. It's really fun. It reminds me of when I was a kid, you know, like shows like the wide world of sports or, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember like pros versus Joe's or these, these fun shows where they take athletes from another sport, put them in a different sport. It's just, it's just fun. I thought it was fun. We need to have fun. We need to be entertained. I, you know, are you not entertained? No, I was very entertained. I thought it was great. And I mean, he wasn't what he needed a 10 one. So he's two tenths, yeah. two and a half tenths off from qualifying. Yeah. He's right there. Now, if he does some real training, I mean, it would be, it would take probably two years of training sure. getting with the coach and like getting that start down. Um, yeah, he could do it. Yeah. He could make it. He's still young enough to do it. I thought it was cool because also, like you said, he's maybe not in the mind of most 
casual NFL fans as like one of the fastest guys in the league. They probably don't think about him like that. I mean, we as Seahawks fans know him well, and so we think of him as fast, of course. Um, but so I think for him, on kind of like a personal level or like furthering his own brand or you know whatever you want, however you want to say that, I, I think it was really cool to to see that. And you know, I mean, he's a superstar, man, yeah. and he plays well, for okay, our team. It's cool. Yeah, he's just, he's. I was cool. gonna say that DK Metcalf is effing cool. Okay, I was gonna say that because I don't think this was one of those further than the brand pieces. I think this was a true competitive situation where right. he was like, "Hey, well, I'm gonna test my skill." Yeah, against you know the best that do this. So that's you know I, I didn't see this as like I think we're gonna talk about it uh, the Mayweather fight next, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I guess <laughs> what, a- I guess what I mean is like um, I think before the race happened, the perception out there by some people in sports media was that it's a publicity stunt right it's a ploy yeah just like we're gonna yeah. get my name that, out there that wasn't my stance i'm just saying i heard that from people and i think his performance proved that it's not but it yeah. also does further his brand and stuff and because he plays for our team he's ours and it's cool you know <laughs> yeah why not um, i am glad that guy's on our team and i'm glad that he kind of did it first because now if tyreek hill does it or any of these other fast guys you know they're just holding on to dk's coattails so you guys just want to be me yeah hey before we move on to floyd mayweather real quick though like athletes who play two sports or have been able to cross over throughout Mm -hmm. time i mean bo jackson comes to mind Deion sanders comes to mind i mean and now dk metcalf and doing it in something that's not you know baseball or one of the other four major sports yeah Yeah. no it's i mean it's cool Uh, yeah because i remember watching Deion and bo back in the day and you know, you remember as a kid hearing, oh, you know, just, you know, focus on one, you know, it's like, well, shit, Bo made the Pro Bowl in the, in the All-Star game <laughs> the same year. It's yeah. like, I don't know. It looks like he could do both, like, for a very long time, you know, and then unfortunately got the injury. But, um, yeah, Bo was one of my favorites of all time. And Dion's just the man. So, uh, U.S. Track and Field, just to wrap this up, U.S. Track and Field tweeted that, you know, obviously, unfortunately for DK, it doesn't look like he's going to be making it as a solo sprinter. But coming up in a few weeks, they got the trials for the relay teams. And if there's one thing we know about DK Metcalf, he likes chasing people down. So if you put Uh, someone out there in front of him. But you know what? This is an interesting point, though. He gets a rolling start. That's what I mean. You know, so like that could take care of the start part that I'm, I'm saying he doesn't, no, no pun intended, doesn't excel at. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, <laughs> pun put him put him in like the second leg or something. You know, he's out there chasing down his teammate, just like Buda yeah. Baker, you know. They hand him the baton <laughs> yeah. or the uh, baton, yeah, right? Yeah, baton, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. <laughs> Come on, man. Haven't you even played a sprinter in one of your shows? <laughs> no, not yet. I did field day, though, back in the day, you know. In school, you know, my field day, they would give out like ribbons for like twelfth place. Oh man, and it just it participation never... trophy. Yeah. You, you you strike me as a participation trophy. Guy. Hey, hey, I could run some hurdles back in the day. All right, I was actually pretty at, decent at twelfth place. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying that I I I guess the reason I brought it up is because we were, I got in this conversation with someone off the air about field days in school and stuff. And we were talking about how. <laughs> They probably don't even give out trophies or maybe don't even do. Do they do field days? I mean, your kids are older than mine. Do they even do that anymore? My kids aren't even in school, man. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, this whole pandemic. Homeschool. Homeschool. I I know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, All right. Hey, let's move on then to things outside of the world of it. The NFL and talk some fighting. Okay. Uh, The Mayweather. Or 
something well, that Paul, seems like might be a ploy. <laughs> yeah, publicity stunt. <laughs> yeah, thing. publicity stunt. I mean, dude. Okay, he's so fight, from he's not even fighting the good Paul. <laughs> I was horrified when I found out it was Logan. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" I thought it was Jake. What happened? Do you? I know? don't know. No, I guess I whatever. Jake stole the show naturally. Yeah. Um, and look, I'm gonna go on record. I know everybody hates him. I'm a Jake Paul fan. Like mm. I, Why? I wanted to, I wanted to see Nate Rob win. Put that out there right there. Okay, yeah, but, but that was his first but, professional fight. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you don't just jump into the ring, you know, that, that you just don't do it. And then the next one against Askren, I was like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, I thought Askren would pose a little more of a threat, right? Yeah. And um, I mean, he's just, he's making boxing fun to watch. Is, Who, is Jake Paul? I, Jake Paul, yeah. Because it, it's like it's like the Howard Stern thing back in the day. Like, <laughs> People that loved him, they 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 tuned in because they wanted you know to watch. They were entertained. People that hated him, they still wanted to see what he was going to say or do. And that's the same thing. Or that's going see him on get Paul beat right up. Now. Yeah, well, that's what everybody's hoping. They're hoping he gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah. But, well, you know, I mean, he's got a right hand on him, man. He's got power. Yeah, yeah, he but, does. I'm, you won't find me talking any shit on here. <laughs> Maybe before the first fight he ever had, but now I'm good. He's but, fine. Um, he can do whatever he wants. But I don't think Logan's ever won a fight. And like, you're not going to, he's not even going to land a punch on, on Floyd. I mean, nobody has for the last decade. No. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I really, do you I don't think even Floyd's know if even going to, well, this is my question. Do you think even Floyd's going to go for trying to knock him out? Cause that's not even really Floyd's style either. That's so. not his style anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he hasn't cared to knock anybody out. He just, you know, score points. Yeah. It's a real boring match. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even excited to watch. Now, if it was Jake, I feel like he would go in there and just, you know, swing it as hard as he can at anything, you know, like, and that's the thing. You're not going to hit Floyd's face. I don't know how many people keep trying to punch him in the face. Just hit him in the body. Cause that's as close as you're going to get. And then, you know, hopefully it slows down, but trying to chase Floyd for even three rounds, like, I bet you Logan just, you know, wants to puke. That's how, that's how much Floyd moves and runs, dips, dodge, all that shit. I have to tell you, I've hung out with Logan Paul, uh, at a film festival one time. And I found him at first to be extremely off-putting when first meeting him. I was like, this guy is like, just, he had a wall up. He thought he was really cool. He kind of turns a cold shoulder a little bit. Like he just, at first I was like, this guy's not, you know, I don't know. He's like, they're a little too Hollywood for me. But after, after the whole weekend was all said and done, he's actually kind of a charming dude and a lot different when the cameras aren't on or when his friends aren't shooting cell phone video of him trying to be silly (laughs) in a club. Like we got some moments to actually hang out and he's actually like a pretty good dude. Um, I think it's going to be entertaining and fun. They have a the Paul brothers have a way of making things entertaining and fun that that kind of shouldn't be. I mean, that's their whole thing, you know. I mean, only in America can you go from making prank videos and videos of you and your friends farting to you know fighting guys for millions of dollars and stuff and being household names and I don't know. It's just a weird a weird career path for those guys. The the biographies and the documentaries about them someday is going to be sort of interesting. They're sort of the like uh, yeah. closest things we have to, um, I, I don't know, growing up, like there were a lot of personalities like this, I feel like, like kind of like an evil Knievel type personality on these guys where they're just like characters that exist out there in entertainment, but we can't really tell you what they do and things like that. 
Anyway, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. I'll probably pay for it if it ends I'll up I'll catch happening. the replay. Really? Yeah. You, you're not going to pay per view on this one? I mean, well, there was supposed to be some undercar, at least pro football talk was talking about. Um, I don't know if it was uh, Ocho and, and Pac-Man were going to fight. or, <laughs> or if, And I was like, yo, I'll definitely pay to watch that. Um, <laughs> but um, I think they might both be on the card but not fighting each other. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, if, if they fight, I'm definitely going to check it out. At what point, though, should we be fuddy-duddies and talk about the purity of the sports and things like well, that? Well, these aren't professionals, man. And, you you know, you get – this isn't a situation where you get what you pay for because we're actually paying a lot more premium <laughs> to watch some average Joes, as you put it, or former <laughs> pros. Right. You know, go, go, go at it. Uh, and in some cases, not even a pro. I don't even think is Logan even a pro. I don't think so. I know Jake is. Right. I don't know if Logan. I don't know. But, I don't even know. And I mean, it's just it's going to be the same, you know, fights that Floyd puts out. He's just he's not going to get touched. Mm-hmm. He's going to jab you a couple times, mm-hmm. run around, and win by score. Yeah. Well, but what about what I kind of mentioned though with everything else with this? Like with with it seems like more people are getting involved in this thing of like you said like ocho cinco you know pac-man whatever like we like this we don't like this it's just entertainment i mean does it cheapen the the real boxing that goes on out there in some way because you know boxing's been losing ratings for so long now and and it's not what it was back in the day and i mean does this help does it hurt i i I think it's helping you know attract a younger crowd you know, especially with all the followers that, you know, the Pauls have and, yeah. and Floyd has. And, um, but with, with the Pauls in, in general, like, or specifically, they're getting their, you know, following into a sport yeah. that probably they would have no interest or care. And now, I mean, I'm telling you, there's going to be some people inspired from it. And just like, oh, well, if I look up to him and he's doing that, I'm going to get in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're going to find out it's, it's hard and it's real. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I said, you know, you're saying, is it entertainment? No, those knockouts are very real, my friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, and uh, like I said, any given, you know, it just, just takes one punch. Yeah. So. But you're not, the thing is, is that these days you're not allowed to be a sort of get off my lawn kind of old man, even though no matter how much I try to be, you're not really allowed to be, you know, you have to, and, and. When we were growing up, you know, old sports pundits and whatever, like people are into the purity of the game in all these sports, you know? And I'm trying to like let go of that as as I keep as my evolution keeps going here. I mean, you see in baseball right now, like you see all these crazy big bat flips and stuff, which is fun and bringing a new audience, but the old people are pissed. And there's just like just this clash going on right now, which I'm into watching. I'll get my popcorn out and watch it. And I just I don't know. I just think it's a weird. We're at a weird time right now with sports and entertainment and with social media. I mean, they're sort of like meshing in a way that, I mean, they always have sort of meshed, of course, but it's it's yeah. it's different now. Uh, oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely it. intertwined, and you know, they're meeting, you know, on the same level. So, I don't know. I I don't see it, especially like with the rise of Ultimate Fighting. I'm not going to say boxing was dying, mm-hmm. but. Those purses were getting smaller and smaller for up and coming, you know, uh, contenders and champions. And they should be thankful that it's going the way. And they should be thankful that if they do get a Conor McGregor Floyd situation where, you know, unfortunately, 
the YouTube specialist gets 50 million and you get 10 million, but mm-hmm. you probably weren't going to get 10, 10 million anyways. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, um, it's, it's going to be good for, for the sport, I believe. Well, every sport always has to deal with this sort of uh, balancing act of. I think I lost you. Oh, you got, do you got me back? Yeah, there we go. Every sport has to deal with sort of um, its own evolution and, and, and the idea that, you know, you might lose some of the purest fans along the way. I mean, football kind of has this with like all the rule changes they try all the time, you know, the ways players can hit each other now or like just even in even since our Seahawks won their Super Bowl to now, you know, the Legion of Boom, they wouldn't be able to play in today's NFL with the different rules and stuff. I mean, some of those Cam Chancellor hits, are you kidding me? He'd be he'd be arrested (laughs) now out there. So the leagues and the the. Um, they have to deal with like sort of uh, the like PR nightmare that it can become sometimes in terms of like losing some of the old guard fans, but gaining these new ones and sort of the evolution of their own sports. I don't know. I just think the whole thing's fascinating. Yeah. And I mean, I guess the last thing before we move on um, is you don't really care as long as they're talking about you right in, in the sport right mm-hmm. you don't care if the prs oh they're they're losing fans because of the they, the guys that are you know in love with the sweet science of boxing <laughs> no one gives a shit man they want to see someone get knocked out like, that's, <laughs> that's the truth like yeah. let, let's get serious yeah that's why we love tyson that's why we loved the the heavy hitters mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. uh that's why no one was mad when they paid 60 bucks, 50 bucks back in the day in 1990. And the fight lasted 30 seconds with mm-hmm. Tyson. It was like, Hey, I, I saw what I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so I really, and I think you're going to get more of that with untrained pro boxers, you know, guys just stepping in, like I'll fight him for 10 million. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, I know. Um, well, okay, but how do we reconcile that, though, as fans? Because, like, the NFL makes all these rule changes to you know, help prevent brain injuries and all that kind of stuff. But then, but then well, like you just said, we're tuning in to watch a guy get his, you know, block knocked off. Yeah, well, that's the industry's, you know, problem to deal right. with, sadly. That's just – that's what it is. Right. It's football, yeah, we have our, you know, uh, concussions and CTE to deal with. Well, so boxing – I mean, you're getting hit in the head. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the, the, the science is out there. The data is out there. Um, if you choose to do it, I would suggest taking the Floyd route and don't get touched. <laughs> be be good enough to never get punched. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hit what you can't see. <laughs> um, hey, uh, last thing here on this sort of quicker episode of the Seahawks podcast. Uh, pretty cool story. Former NFL player Brandon Bear. Brandon, it's B-A-I-R. So I think, I-R, yeah. yeah, I thought it was Blair at first glance, but no, Brandon Bear, uh, who played in the NFL for the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Eagles. Um, he saved 25-year-old Steven Jensen seconds before Jensen uh, burnt, was going to burn in a car accident. Jensen's uh, car was hit by a train. Did you hear me? His car was hit by a train, burst into flames. And uh, luckily, uh, Brandon Bear was close enough by that he reached in and broke off the steering wheel, apparently, and used his superhuman NFL strength to help uh, save this guy from this accident. Uh, Bear goes 6'6", 260. Um, And that came in handy here, uh, being a hero. I mean, just 
I, that's the story, and I just want to give him a shout-out. Good for him. And, I mean, you know, a lot of people, you never know which direction you'll go running when there's an emergency, you know? Some people run away. Some people run towards it. Um, Brandon Bear ran towards it, and, uh, you know, I'm there's a lot of people probably thankful that he did. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. Saved a life, man. Um, yeah. Incredible. Uh, yeah, I think I read the story. So they pulled him, not only ripped the steering wheel off, but they pulled him through a back window. Crazy. Like, um, and like seconds later, the the cab went up and uh, the, the roof fell down and the cab went up in flames. Man, crazy. I mean, right place at the right time. And what a beast. Um, word to the wise for everybody out there. Like, be careful on the train tracks, people. I, we, we do this uh, morning radio yeah. show podcast, uh, producer Katie and I do a uh, different show. And, and so we do the news every morning and I, like a couple times a year, it's just like stories of people, I don't know, getting hit by trains, like get, get off the tracks, everybody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it with this. Uh, but anyway, dude was in the right place at the right time. So shout out. And uh, Jensen, the, the guy he saved is in stable condition today. So there you right go. Right on. Heroes, heroes among us, pretty cool. People who look like super superheroes, like DK Metcalf. People who are superheroes, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Bear. Bear. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a wrap for this episode, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We know it was a quick one, but we'll be back next week with either a guest or more fun and silly things to talk about. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you guys, check out Lofus Company, Zone In CBD, zoneincbd.com is where you can pick it up and subscribe to get your CBD coming to you in the mail. You don't have to remember to go to the store. You don't have to worry about stopping on your way home. It's just there waiting for you. Either the pills, the tincture. What else you got? Creams, right? Powders. What else we got? Ro- the roller. The roller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Check it out. You can pick it up at Bartell Drugstores or at zoneincbd.com. Lofa, what do you want to break it down to, man? Um, I guess we'll go. DK Metcalf? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I was going to say, well, let's go superheroes for DK and, and Bear, Brandon Bear. Uh, yeah. All right. DK, DK looks like a superhero, runs like one. And uh, Brandon Bear actually did play a superhero, saving a life. So yeah. superheroes on three. Put the hands in the air. Superheroes on three. One, two, three. Superheroes. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.